alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh guys it's a girl yazi yaz and she's back at it again with another podcast episode we're back and we're back so this episode will be about self-development and the dark side of shadow work and um i was actually supposed to release this episode last monday but because i just felt like the ones I recorded weren't good enough or I felt like I had to do more research, more reading. Um, I think I was just a bit like overwhelmed so I wasn't sure how to approach it. But alhamdulillah, you know, I finally got around to just sitting down and just talking openly, you know, unscripted and just speaking, you know, from the heart and from the head. Um, yeah, so I just want to put out a disclaimer, a trigger warning you know, this episode's going to talk about uh, mental health, it's going to talk about, do you know I mean, my experiences, just about what's going on in the world, so if at any point you might feel triggered or upset, or you just don't have that emotional or mental capacity to kind of deal with, not deal with it, well, listen, um, I think you might, I think you should just pause right here and probably listen to the first episode or our nine other episodes in season one. I don't think this might be for you, but if you do decide to listen, um, I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting. So where did like my self-development journey kind of begin? And I believe it started, well, I started this journey about a year and a half ago. So it was like the latter half of 2019. And I did this without no, like, like, um, without knowing, but, um, you know, like I did move abroad, alhamdulillah, it was such a, a blessing, um, but you know, I think I already said this on my Instagram post, and I said this in the ninth episode of season one, it was such a weird time, it was strange, you were living alone, and you were kind of in your own thoughts, and you know, you were away from distractions, and you were in your own presence all the time, and you had to figure things out, and like you're young, like you're in your early 20s and you're just trying to figure out your future, you're trying to enjoy your present, just what's going on in the world, like, I don't know, I just felt very overwhelmed and I didn't know how to process this, and um, I do what I do best, I isolate myself, you know, I try and gather my thoughts, you know, try and process everything and I try and come back stronger. But um, alhamdulillah, when I thought that I did that, you know, halfway through 2020, I believe it was just after Ramadan. So I feel like last Ramadan was definitely a blessing. And I thought things were getting better, but they weren't. Like, I felt like as soon as maybe like Ramadan ended, like June, July, August, like things kept on happening one after the other. And I didn't know how to process this. I don't know, it was such a weird time, subhanAllah ta'ala, like I honestly feel like all aspects of my life was tested, like from, you know, family situation, friends, do you know what I mean, academics, like professional, like, you know, just every aspect of life was tested, and, um, you know, like I think I like really started like just honing in on like, um, you know, my dean. Islam and I really felt like having faith in Allah's plan with Allah and having to work on his plan it really did like bring me peace but uh yeah like I think without that subhanahu wa ta'ala I don't even know like, subhanAllah I don't even know where I like would have been 
Um, so yeah, that started like a year and a half ago, like less than two years ago. And I just want to talk a bit about like the shadow work of like self-development. You know, people think self-development or self-care or self-love or self-reflection, whatever you want to call it, they think it's just putting on a hair mask or a face mask or like, do you know what I mean, having a bath and like watching your favourite film or your favourite comfort movie and eating ice cream. Like it just, I think when we think of that, like that's the image that we have and that's not the case. Like of course that is like one aspect of it as amazing that it, as that is. It's not like the nitty gritty, like the dark side of like self-improvement. So I just want to talk about the things that like I kind of implemented in my life that kind of helped me out of that like, dark period. But um, yeah, like I'll talk about that in the next segment. So the two things that I started really working on during this time was my boundaries and also my vulnerability. So like before I go into that, like I just want to kind of talk about the kind of person that I was. Like I can pinpoint like my traits, my habits, my behaviour. And like one thing that I started to notice is like I was people pleasing. And when people think of people pleasing, they think of your yes man, you know, you... You don't think for yourself, you're naive, you're this, you're that. And of course, those are all negative connotations, but they don't really think of like the, the general concept of it. And I think like when it comes to people pleasing, like the, I felt like I had to go above and beyond for people that I cared about and I loved because, you know, like I cared for them. And sometimes I would always put their needs above my own. And, you know, like sometimes you think you're doing it because you care. And you're doing it because, oh, you know, I choose to. But I think, um, you know, when you do that a lot, that really does affect you a lot. Like, it really does affect you because you're not putting your own needs first. You're not prioritising yourself first. So it's very difficult for you to show up for people when no one's showing up for you. Like, you're not even showing up for yourself. You're really not taking care of yourself and making sure that your needs are met. So. I think that's one thing that I really noticed and with me is I hated like conflict and I hated drama and I hated like arguments and you know I always felt like I had to in some cases compromise my values and my principles in order to mediate situations and you know make sure that everything was all good and dandy and positive and you know there was no conflict but um you know I did start noticing a lot of this and um you know, when I started working on myself, I noticed a lot of change in, like, not just within myself, but, like, also the people around me. A lot of my dynamics did change. Alhamdulillah for the better. But, um, yeah, that's one thing that I noticed about myself. So I started learning about boundaries. And, like, you know, when you think of boundaries, or when I think, I can only speak for myself, when I think of boundaries, like, I think of this passive-aggressive, that's your side of the turf, that's my side, like, if you cross over it, it's on site. Like, I really thought that this, it was, I don't know, I just felt like it was very confrontational, like, boundaries. But, um, like, now that I understand when you have boundaries, like, when you have a, a list of things that you accept and you won't accept and you have things that you'll tolerate and you won't tolerate and you openly vocalise that from the jump, you notice that like your the quality of your relationships are a lot better and like you have people around you that respect your boundaries and respect you in general as opposed to just having like very superficial people around you 
you know so i started learning about that and i i don't know i think i learned about that through doing a lot of research a lot of reading and um you know i'll talk a bit more about that later but yeah i did learn about that boundaries and the second thing that i learned about was like vulnerability and i don't know like i always felt like being vulnerable made you weak like i honestly felt like if i really like let my guard down or like express my emotions like to other people like they'll somehow weaponize that but i also felt like you know being vulnerable myself like i just thought if there was no point of like you know being vulnerable like i really just thought what was the point like you know so most of the time i found myself like repressing my negative emotions and um like i remember speaking to someone and they were like oh like yes you embody like positivity you're a go-getter you're this you're that and it just made me laugh because it's like yeah the only reason why you kind of saw that was because i was kind of repressing my emotions and i didn't allow myself to be vulnerable i didn't allow myself to process my emotions and i didn't really like openly vocalize that to the people around me like if they ever asked how are you i'm like yeah alhamdulillah i'm good like i don't know like what do you guys think of people asking you how you are like i don't know i, I always thought it was this disingenuous thing like you don't really care how i am and it's just small talk and you know if you know me i hate small talk it's not it's not it like if we're not having good conversations or important conversations i'd much rather just shut down the whole thing like it's not wasting anyone's time but i think that's probably what i did struggle with alhamdulillah and i did kind of work on that and i'm still working on that but um yeah like i think that's just what i was kind of going through figuring out and yeah alhamdulillah it's getting better i feel like my boundaries are very firm and strong they could be better but i'm still working on that also like with vulnerability i've started like openly vocalizing like how i feel to like my family and my friends um yeah and just letting them be there for me like you know it's so weird like you know if you have this mentality where it's oh no no one can really help me like i'll do it myself yeah it will take you places but at the same time like there will come a point in time where you're just exhausted you're so exhausted of pretending like everything's okay or you know like repressing all of your emotions like it really does like it will come it will come for you like someday maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but someday will really come for you so just trying to figure that out and yeah, like I just felt like alhamdulillah, like I feel like me being vulnerable with the people around me, it really made my like, connection and my relation, the quality of my relationships stronger. Like I felt like I could relate to people more, they can relate to me. I felt like there was this bond and it just made me realise, you know, like these people were for me. Um, yeah guys, so allow yourself to be vulnerable and also have boundaries. That's one thing I realised. But I think those are just the two sides of like the shadow work that I personally focused on. And like, you know, with shadow work, like processing emotions, you know, talking to a professional guys, like if you feel like you're overwhelmed and you don't know how to process things, I honestly recommend seeing maybe a therapist or like a professional, like a counsellor, you know, see if your uni can recommend somebody, your workplace you know if you're willing to spend the money i would say maybe go and see someone also just fall back and detach yourself from a lot of situations just to see how situations have played out 
to kind of gather your thoughts and process things. And also, like, most importantly, like, ask people for help. The people around you, like, have a strong support system. Like, you're not a burden. Don't ever think about you going through hard time, hard times and you openly expressing that as a burden. Like, the people who are really there for you will support you regardless, you know. And finally, do what makes you happy. I think, yeah, I can't stress that enough. Do what makes you happy. So, you know, if some if you're someone who likes outdoor nature, go for walks, go to the park, go to botanical gardens, go to this, go to that. You know, if you're someone who likes documenting, start journaling, you know, bring your film camera, bring your camcorder, bring your phone, like openly document things so you can look back at them and, you know, you'll document your growth and your journey. And I think that'll be like, you know, really rewarding. Uh, also ex- exercise as well. You know, with gym, I, when I look back, when I used to go gym, I was more content, alhamdulillah. I wouldn't really say happy because, you know, happy is, you know, very much like subjective. But I, I was really content. I felt happy. Um, and obviously there's a physical aspect, you know, you're in shape, you're fit, you're this, you're that. But also just a mental space as well, like you feel a lot more better, you know what I mean, like, you feel better if you're dealing with, like, anxiety, depression, you know, I mean, just anything, it really does make a difference, but yeah, that's just me talking about kind of my journey and breaking down the whole self-development and, like, the dark side of shadow work, and it's, I just want to put it out there, like, it's not easy, but, like, you'll look back and you'll be so amazed at your growth, like, you'll be like, wow, like, I really did that, like, I'm so proud of myself, you know, and, like, you'll notice the change, and those around you will notice the change, and, uh, yeah, like, I honestly think it's very worth it, um, and it just brings you closer to the people around you, but most importantly, like, you know, if you're a man or a woman of faith, it really does bring you closest to God, and, like, it really does, like, strengthen your spirituality, because, you know, we all need something to keep us grounded. We all need anchorship. Furthermore, I just want to reiterate just a few points, but just to emphasise on the fact that, you know, shadow work and, like, with the whole self-love and self-development, you know, I, I already said this, but it's not just putting on a face mask or a hair mask. It's just really about, you know, routine. And it's about having those tough conversations with yourself and those closest to you, you know, it's about mentally detaching yourself from, like, situations, and choosing to be selfish sometimes, while I believe, like, you honestly cannot show up for everyone all the time, you know, sometimes you just have to say, like, no, I'm being selfish, like, I will do this for myself, you know, and, um, yeah, like, it's, you know, it's not really pretty, well, I, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not pretty, but it's, you know, it's vital, and it's necessary in order for you to live, like, you know, fulfilled, you know, life and for you to really reach contentment so guys like I really do recommend you know people looking to self-development and just the shadow work behind that hi guys I'm currently editing and I realized I did miss out on a few points so I just want to add it here in terms of the actual work that I've been doing behind the scenes the shadow work um when it comes to boundaries I've been um as I said I've been trying to be more selfish and just prioritize myself but um like the actual things that I've been doing is trying to say no at least once a day whether that's every aspect of life like at least once a day try and say no um and just don't justify it just say no 
I'm currently not available right now. Um, you know, I'm current. I'll be free on this date, so I'll reschedule if I'm not feeling it. Um, and honestly, I think that's been amazing. Um, also, um, with boundaries, I've been realizing when it comes to people in your life wanting things, if you can't currently provide because you're dealing with something or you're busy, don't be afraid to let them know that. You have to understand that I am my own person and I'm dealing with other things and I won't drop what I'm currently doing just to be there for you. So I've realized a lot, alhamdulillah, and I've just vocalized and made it clear to, you know, the people in my life that, um, you know, just certain things won't run and, um, you know, I've just, you know, let, let them know and alhamdulillah, a lot of them have been supportive. Um, and when it comes to vulnerability, I was talking about negative emotions and one thing I've been doing is um, like labeling my emotions. So if I feel a certain way, I'll be like, okay, yes, you feel overwhelmed. Yes, you feel burned out. Yes, you feel insecure. Yes, you feel this. And like, I've just let myself feel that, process it, you know, um, label it. You know, if I need a day, if I need a week, whatever. After that, you know, once I've processed it, I'll let it go. Like, I'll move on and I won't, you know, keep thinking of it and just, you know, um, just like letting that preoccupy like my mind I don't think that's healthy so that's one thing that I've been doing labeling it processing it and moving on um and yeah alhamdulillah that's been working for me as I said I've been having discussions with my family friends and people around me also just mentors as well you know teachers or your colleagues all of that um and alhamdulillah like just support system that's what you really 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 need you know, you need people to be there for you. And I've, you know, vocalised that. They've come through, alhamdulillah. And, um, you know, I've just said, you know, I appreciate you for everything that you do. I know it's not easy. So, yeah, guys, I think that's what I've been doing. I really hope that, you know, you guys resonated with this and inspires you. But, yeah. So, moving on to the next segment. So, the second segment is all about our new founded obsessions. And, like, also, like, putting you on in terms of what we've been reading and what we've been, you know, watching. And, like, my new obsession has really, like, been understanding, like, my personality, just finding out more things about myself and just picking up on habits and, like, you know, breaking that down and finding out the root cause. Like, I think of it as, like, problem solving, like, you know, like, them little maths quizzes or something, like, finding the answer. I think of it that way. So I just want to recommend a few things that I've been doing and, like, quizzes that I've been taking. Um... So all of them about, I think it's personality tests, basically. So the first one is the 16 personality tests. So there's four major ones. So there's the analysts, there's the diplomats, there's the sentinels, and then there's the explorers. And every six months, I've been taking this. And surprisingly enough, like, my personality has changed, like, within the, the four major, like, personalities. And within the four major ones, there's four mini ones that fall into that category. So it's just been interesting, honestly. I've been sending this to my friends and family and just figuring out, like, their personality style and just, you know, like, learning, you know, about them as well as myself. The second, like, thing, or the second quiz, actually, is attachment styles. And you know what attachment style, it just, it's how you relate to others and, like, how this shows up in your platonic and, like, intimate relationships. And the four ones, I believe, is secure, anxious, avoidant and then anxious avoidant so those are the four major ones i think if you study like psychology you'll know about this but it's very interesting the third quiz that i took was the temperament test and this is just about like um, 
your emotions, like how you process emotions and how you react in like situations. And the fourth one is um is the sanguine. There's the um, phlegmatic. Sorry, I'm just reading off my list. Phlegmatic, melancholic, melancholic, I believe, and choleric. Choleric. Yeah, guys, I'm so sure. I think this is like written in Latin, so I'm not sure. But those are the four like major temperament types. Um, so that's been interesting. And a final one that I like recommend or that I've been taking or that I took is like the love languages and those are the five major ones and um I'm surprised I'm actually reading a book on the five love languages written by Gary Chapman so I'll recommend that soon. Um so those are I believe it's um, acts of service, I think gifts, quality time, affirmation and I believe physical touch. So those are the five main love languages. So it's how you express love and how you want others to express love to you, which is really interesting. <clears throat> so yeah, just I don't know, I'll link them all down below so you guys can look into them and take them yourself. Like I've just been taking these tests and then sending them to my friends and we've just been having a lot of discussions upon discussions about our results and you know linking that back to how we think and whether or not it's true. So it's very <laughs> I don't know interesting. So the second part of the second segment will be, you know, let me put you on. Big shout out to Honey for introducing this. So I've actually, in the last two, three months, I've finished two books. And currently, I'm actually on my third book. So the two books that I've read is Yasmin Mugdad's Reclaim Your Heart. And, like, I just want to break down, like, the book is, like, a self-help. But it's, um like, a, a guide, basically, like, a spiritual guide. And she, like, constantly talks. She links it back to the dean. So like her paragraphs or after her point she has like a verse from the quran which i think is very beautiful so i feel like if you're you know on that like journey like islamic journey and like you're you know you don't know what books to read i really recommend this book highly highly recommend this book and um her, i believe she has seven major chapters and the ones that really stood out to me and i really resonated with was hardship love and attachment and you know honestly like i think when reading her book like I highlighted a lot I you know saved a lot of quotes like it was just a very interesting area it really did resonate with me and just like her perspective she really does hone in on Islam and just the teachings of Islam and you know yeah like may Allah reward that's just honestly the second book that I would recommend is written by Mark Manson so I think this was like a New York's one of one of New York's bestsellers it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F um and the chapters that really stood out for me to me was chapter four and eight so chapter four was all about self-awareness and chapter eight was uh, the power of saying no so boundaries um yeah like honestly that was just really amazing like i just felt like i read this i read this this year yeah i read it in january and um honestly like he just really articulated like a lot of things that were happening in my life and like just a lot of things I've been thinking about um and how I felt so honestly it was a really good read but I highly recommend that you listen to an audio like audio book um because the, like the way he writes it's very not I wouldn't say it's wordy it's more of a conversation like it's you know his voice or like the way he writes it would it would be perfect for like a radio or podcasting you know I wouldn't really say it was um 
like it wasn't like a story or anything it, he he just talks about his life and he gives a lot of examples things that happened to him and things that he's learned so it's like a, a useful guide I guess um he does swear and it does have like a lot of like a jovial like a comical element to it so I would recommend you listen to the audiobook as opposed to reading it because it just got boring like it got boring and I think it's just it's nice listening to it whilst you're cleaning or you're cooking but it was a really good book and the third book that I'm currently reading I'm halfway through is um written by Gary Chapman so that's the five love languages and honestly like it's been amazing I think that's how I learned about like um more about like the five love languages and I've been taking the quiz because I did take the quiz but I didn't know like there was an actual book based off of like his theory now moving on to the third and final segment this is the part where I believe Annie said she wanted to have an open dialogue so she'd ask me a question and then in the next episode I would answer it and then I'll throw a question back to her and we'll just have that back and forth dialogue so let me just quickly look at what Hani said so Hani's question was one wait what was one thing that I thought I struggled with but have recently overcome and um I remember writing that question down and I kept on thinking about it like on my notes and I would look back and say what is one thing what is one thing and I just couldn't pinpoint it I don't know like but I would say honestly like looking back I would say just faith in like Allah's plan honestly like I just I was the type of person where I loved planning I loved making sure everything was in order I low-key liked exercising control in my life you know what I mean like the, my decisions my route you know what I wanted to do next my next move my this my that and I just felt like you know the whole c word it really paused a lot of things it really pushed back a lot of things it really like you know closed a lot of doors and I had to just learn to accept that and I had to just say you know what this wasn't for me but I'm sure you know God had something bigger planned or something better planned or not even at all like maybe this door closed for a reason maybe this door would bring me hardship and I would break me, you know, so I still, honestly, I would say to walk, like, having faith and trust, full trust, like, unequivocal trust in, like, God's plan, like, unbreakable, you know, so I would say that's one thing that, um, I was struggling with, because I really thought to walk, yeah, like, okay, but, you know, sometimes you just have to be at ease, and just, you know, say, you know what, I'm not, in control of my life like I'm not in the driver's seat of my life like I'm you know what I mean like I'm not in the driver's seat of my life so I have to kind of let go and like let God and um yeah I think that's something that alhamdulillah like my anxiety of planning and like just feeling anxious all the time I had to just let that go and alhamdulillah recently I've overcome that so I hope that answers your question honey bands a question that I want to throw back to honey Guys, if you don't know, last month was her 21st birthday. Happy, come on, guys, wish her a happy belated birthday, 21 and that. Um, a question that I have for Honey is, you know, in honour of your 21st, 21st birthday, like, what are 21 lessons that you've learnt at the tender age of 21? Yeah, that's a good question, sis. If you want to, like, write this down on... Um, under like one of our posts like if you want to post something on our page and then just write down the 21 lessons or if you want to just briefly talk about it in the beginning of the next episode do you know what I mean I'm really I'm, I'm leaving you with that sis let me know 21 lessons you've learned 
Whew. Okay, guys, I don't know. I think I'm just going to wrap this up because I feel like I'm talking too much. And yeah, guys, like my voice, it feels so weird just talking to a, like a machine, like a computer. Like it really felt weird and it felt so ghetto. Like I feel like I'm whispering like it's an ASMR. But um, I've learned, one thing I've learned about myself is when I speak about personal things or things that are happening to me, like my voice is a lot more lower, like my voice changes. And like I think someone pointed that out and I was like, <laughs> Johnny, you can't see the gif he has all the time. Sometimes I just gotta be in my feels, do you know what I mean? And that's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, guys, I think I'm just gonna wrap up. Honestly, guys, I really hope you guys have resonated with this. I hope this has inspired you. I hope, you know, do with it as you wish. And yeah, guys, I really hope you guys are doing well and in good spirits and are making the most, you know, you're making the most of Ramadan. If you've liked today's episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and any other listening platform. If you think a friend will resonate with this, please feel free to share this with them. And as always, please continue to support us.